Let's hear from the coach. This is Behind the Beard with Bobby Smirniotis, Forge FC head coach and sporting director. Now, the woman who takes us there, here's Mackenzie Barwell on the Forge Audio Network. Episode number 32 of Behind the Beard. No, 17 actually, which is kind of crazy. 17 weeks. What's crazier, 17 weeks of Behind the Beard or 150 matches with Forge FC? <laughs> Should it be more? True, true. I see you cleaned up in the office a little bit. I did, I'm not going to lie. There were a couple things around I needed to move. Hope you don't mind. All right. Just made myself right at home when no I walked problem. in here. <laughs> it is kind of homey in here. No? It is. It's a bit hot, I'm not going to lie. A little plain. It, oh, yeah. This is, people think that um, we decorated for the podcast, yeah. but this is just your office. Yeah, it's the only corner. I was going to say, the people don't know, it's the only corner of the room that has a wifi on it. So it. don't get too excited. Okay, Bobby, first things first, um, I want to do a quick debrief um, about the Vancouver match. Talking first about Woobs, obviously, going home with a hat trick. What was it like for, for you to see him perform that way after, you know, those games for him, I guess, haven't come by as often or as frequently as they did last year? Yeah, you look at it in two uh, different uh, aspects. One is individually for the player. It's fantastic. It's it's great for, for his confidence and a striker to get on the, on the score sheet and when you can score a few. It's, uh, it's the right time of year uh, to get yourself moving. And the second thing is just tactically, it's it's what we wanted to work. Uh, you know, having him and the MT close together with each other, um, thinking that would give us a little bit more opportunities and, and good quality chances uh, around the goal. Yeah. Um, so one, it's great for the player, and two, it's uh, it's great for what we wanted tactically in the match. And, uh, you know, it gives us another thing to look at as we go forward in this uh, in this important stretch. That was going to be my next thing, actually, because listening to you at the press conference, you mentioned how it is tough to kind of figure out how you're going to go about the attack when one player is hot and you don't always go with that look where two of them are in the box. So can you kind of elaborate more on the dynamic that they bring when they're together? Yeah, everything is uh, is dependent, too, on, on who we're playing and, and where we think we can maximize the most out of our players yeah. and the skill set of, of our players. So we have to look at it individually. You know, you can't just take the game and get all excited from it and say, oh, this is the way to do it to every game looking forward. Um, you know, we look at each team, uh, each team a little bit separately, and then you also look at you know where your form is and and what really clicked. So when you go from week to week, there's a few different variables you look at, and it's the same thing we'll do as we prepare for Saturday's game against Cavalry. So in deciding with whoops and tearing together, what goes into that? Yeah, how uh, how the opponents uh, maybe defend, uh, maybe the weaknesses of uh, of the opponent in certain areas of the pitch, yeah. and just uh, making sure we have the right players in the right zones that they can take advantage of that against Vancouver. We thought, you know, that was uh, one of the areas where we can pin them a little bit further further back and uh, and create certain situations. So we wanted um, to be a little bit more forward thinking. Uh, I think that's something that we've lacked in the, in the previous games mm-hmm. um, that we've played that were that were all draws. Um, so there's a lot of different factors that go into it, uh, but mostly it's about personnel and uh, and where we can take advantage of uh, the opponent's weaknesses. Because it doesn't matter who you play, um, they all have weaknesses, and you got to make sure that you really understand where those are and, and put the right players or the right skill set in the areas yeah. to take advantage of it. Um, like you said, obviously playing cavalry this weekend will transition into that because I want to keep the theme going with these episodes where we kind of reflect and then look into the future for. Um, this weekend's matchup. So what are some changes that you're looking to make when looking back at that last matchup that you guys played? Yeah, I don't know about changes. Uh, the only thing is uh, we must win. So we can talk about all the tactics we want. Uh, you know, this is a game uh, for our club to to uh, to try and climb to the top. It's a, it's a must-win situation uh, based on where the points are uh, at this point in the season with the games left. Uh, 
you know, this is a, a great opportunity for us to, to come out and get three points at home and uh, it really make things interesting down the stretch. You know, it's, uh, there's two things uh, that are in play here. One is playoffs um, because everything is, is really tight. Uh, nothing is guaranteed and the second thing is three points here give you an opportunity um, to really be close and uh, be within a, within a point of cavalry at the, at the top position. Mm -hmm. um, so I think you know we can talk about how we prepare and all yeah. of this um, but we're going to need uh, 11 guys to go out there and give everything on the Saturday night. I wanted to ask you about something else that I talked to Eddie about um, a couple weeks ago because looking at the standings like you said you're about four points behind so getting this win would close that gap but um, they also have a game in hand, and Eddie talked about how there are pros and cons to that because you know you could either get ahead more points early on in the season or have a game in hand later on. So, what are your thoughts on that, given the circumstance of the standings? Always, uh, the most important thing is control what you can control. Mm -hmm. uh, that because we've been in the same situation as a team. We've we've been up in the standings with. Uh, with games in hand or more games than the, than the opponent, and you know sometimes when you have more games than your opponents, you you have that tendency to think, okay, we've got another one in the bank, right. we've got three more points that we can play for, right. uh, and sometimes you can lose sharpness. So you can look at it different ways. Uh, for us, uh, we just look at the points that are on the board right mm -hmm. now. Uh, mm -hmm. The points that are on the board are, are three for the taking, and uh, if it's three for us on Saturday night, that gets us within one point, and then the rest, it's uh, we got to keep on doing our business. We have to be near flawless from now until the end of the, of yeah. the season. Yeah. And then from there on in, uh, we see how this uh, crazy season goes in the CPL. Okay, I want to move on quickly to some individual player stuff because uh, we just realized yesterday that Garv, Garv's been called up again to the national team. So thoughts on that? You know, this is the second time this season, of course, a player like him would be. But what are you thinking? Yeah, he had an excellent... Uh, Gold Cup tournament with uh, with Haiti and uh, you know he did a great job playing in some very important matches. So I think it's only normal. You know this is a guy who's who's got an immense uh, ability on the field, on the ball, defending. You know we've we've missed him through a couple of injuries and then for a six week period when he was with the with right. the national team. Right. Um, so that's kind of taken him a little bit off of uh, of seeing him week in week out since he's been back from the national team. I think he's started in all but uh, but one of those uh, one of those games and he's been an important player for us in the, in that back line. Um, not only in his ability to defend but also his ability to to carry the ball up the field from different positions as a central defender, uh, as a left back and uh, and inverting. You know he's so versatile in the way he plays. Yeah. And it's just yeah it's it's always excellent. You never want to lose a player at this uh, point of the season, but. Uh, you know, representing a uh, uh, national team, representing uh, and playing in na Nations League qualifiers. Yeah. I think it's it's all important for the players and it only makes the player uh, better in the long run. Yeah, 100%. Like you said, it's hard to lose him. But at the same time, do you think there are benefits, obviously, to coming back from playing at that level even to the CPL? Yeah, so long as we have three points after this weekend. <laughs> oh, gosh, I know, I know, I know. Okay, one other thing regarding a player... Well, alumni now, Ashton Morgan, has recently um, made an announcement that he is now the manager of player relations. Um, the way, I wrote it down, player and alumni relations. So, quickly, judging on my experience with him, I think he'd be a good fit, eh? Yeah, it's a fantastic uh, fit for him. You know, it's the conversations that we had, uh, you know, before he, he stopped here, just about his, uh, his next steps and, and wanting to be involved in the game and... Uh, you know he's a he's an excellent uh, leader in the locker room, working with uh, especially young players um, with our club over this uh, these last two years, mm -hmm. and I think it's an excellent role for him. You know he's a 
He's somebody who was part of uh, Toronto FC in their organization, I think for a better part of 13, 14 years. Um, playing there, somebody's knocking on the door. <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll allow that to, to sit. Maybe 30 seconds maybe. later we'll get another one. Um, but yeah, he's been uh, somebody who is uh, very important in that organization. I think as a player, when you stop playing, uh, the natural fit is to go back to somewhere that feels like home. Uh, and I think he'll do a great job. You know, he has a lot of experience uh, in the game. He has a lot of experience from development and becoming a first-team player. Yeah. And I think he'll be able to to help a lot of the young players over there, which is always needed in the club. Sweet. Yeah. I think he's going to kill it. Now he's got a coffee shop. He's doing too many things at once. You've been busy. Exactly. Okay. Last thing before we finish. Wait. Can you look that way for a second? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know if you know. Don't look over here. Okay. Am I looking at? You can look now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen? You guys these? couldn't get the black and white. No, uh, it has to be. It has to be orange. <laughs> that is something else. Here. Oh, uh, I, I think I have my own. No, this is, <laughs> it's pretty spot on, eh? It's pretty good. This is the first two thousand. You see it here. Shape is pretty good. Like even. Even yeah, the yeah. head shape. Not bad at all, guys. The first 2,000 well Orange fans on Saturday are getting these courtesy of Access Storage. I'd say 6,000 fans shouldn't be wearing them. <laughs> no problem, George. So what do you think uh, your wife's going to think, you know, looking into the stands and seeing 2,000 bobbies? Yeah, it's going to be something else. I'll tell you who will be excited is my boys. They'll, uh, they'll They're going to love it. Yes. I can't wait to see them wearing one of these. Hey, Halloween. You're all set. No, like, actually, I might do that. Did you know that we were doing this? No, did not. <laughs> did not. I heard there was something going on, but... Yeah, happy 150 matches. Thank now you. you get, now you get to see 2,000 of yourself in the... Fans. Maybe I'll do it to in-game host, actually. 2,000 uh, fans, fans rocking it? Why not? Saturday night, be here. Be here. Tim Hortons Field. If you want one of these, come early. <laughs> this has been Behind the Beard with Mackenzie Barwell and Bobby Smyrniotis. If you like what you heard, please like, follow, subscribe, comment, and share. Corey, you know what you need to find for me? Just to yeah. get you and get things done. Yeah. Um, our team photos. Since year one, we've taken team yes. photos. Like on the field? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll find them. We don't have a team photo in our locker room. We've taken what? a team photo every year. What? We've never actually... Had like them printed so, or sent to you guys? No, printed, sent. Okay, I'll, like, I'll we, we need to make... Uh, get it properly framed for the yes. locker room. Yeah, so sure. first locate them yeah. and then we gotta figure out who's gonna do them. Exactly. Right? Okay. Who's gonna frame them so we can get yeah. So you have a team photo from this year or you just from need to every year. Did every we do one this year? I don't I haven't I didn't do one I this year. I can't remember. Of course. It wasn't me. <laughs> not this one not this <laughs> Yeah.